0: Welcome to the Crew Fitness UK podcast channel hosted by myself, Hayley Chatterton, online personal trainer and weight loss specialist. This is a place where I can talk to you about health and wellbeing, mum life and how we can live our healthiest and happiest lives. This is a chance where I can debunk some myths, chat to guests online and get into the real nitty gritty subjects that some personal trainers do not wish to discuss. So sit back, relax, or enjoy getting your 10,000 steps in. Hi everyone and welcome back. So I'm doing a recording on both Instagram and also for my podcast as well. So whichever way that you're listening to this awesome stuff, welcome. We're going to talk about today getting into the zone um, and how it can be quite tricky and also how we need to basically take sort of responsibility for these situations Um, and there's only one person that can make change in their lives and that is yourself okay we can blame external factors we can blame other people we can blame our personal lives we can blame work yet there is only one person that can implement the change and that's what i'm going to talk about today Um, and i'm also just going to talk about a couple of things that might help you kind of give you that boost so Like I said, we are responsible of what it is that we want to achieve. So if we have a particular goal that we want to do, so I'm going to talk about in terms of like wellness and fitness and stuff like that. Only one person can make that change. So obviously I've trained a lot of people through online coaching, one-to-one and stuff like that. Um, But at the end of the day, I can only give the tools and hand over the knowledge in order to be able to help you transition and make that change so it's one of those sort of things that i've had people approach me as a coach in the past and they feel that i'm almost like responsible to kind of make the change for them and this is where sometimes it does and doesn't work in terms of like from a coaching perspective but majority who sign up understand that they're the ones that have to make that change so there'll be people that maybe haven't followed for example a program for a while um not to the point of like, I don't know, following them, doing all my workouts as how I would set for them. And maybe, you know, where I've said, right, this is how many calories I say, um, recommend for you to hit, uh, you know, a um, cal- calorie deficit in order to achieve fat loss and stuff. And people then will say to me like five, six weeks down the line, I'm not seeing any changes. um, I'm going to end it. And the, the reason being is because normally nine times out of 10, it's because they haven't followed exactly... What it is that i recommended they've kind of either dipped in and out or they felt um that calories are a load of bullshit and all this kind of stuff and that they feel like actually no i'm just going to do lots and lots and lots of cardio and stuff absolutely not so at the end of the day this is where like coaching can give you the the tools and you the understanding so you can make those choices and changes and it's also useful for accountability um so this is why, obviously, a lot of people benefit from having a coach or following a program or using an app on their phone and being diligent with it. But having that accountability for them can really help take that responsibility and make that change for themselves. Because it is, you know, at the end of the day, it is quite a hard one, especially if you do any accountability with just yourself. But I get it. I mean, I did it when I just had Harrison. I wanted to lose um, I think in the end I lost two and a half stone after having Harrison because I eat like a dickhead when I'm hungry um, when I'm pregnant. Um, but I was accountable to myself because I'm quite um, headstrong and I set myself targets. So maybe that's the other thing you could look at in terms of accountability for yourself to make and implement that change. Could you say, right? I don't know. I've got this party coming out. I've got a milestone birthday coming up. I've got a wedding. I've got. I'm going to be bridesmaid. Or I'm going to be you know, I'm going to Ibiza with the guys or something. There's so many things that you could think, that's my goal. And that's what I want to achieve. So it's a great way for you to stay accountable in that respect for yourself. So it's, it is nice. And that's the thing of, although I've said it in the past, that I don't like to treat photo shoots, for example, as the end goal because I like people to then take it further to help their health and well-being it is a useful tool in terms of they can go right I want to feel my best for this shoot and then I take from that right have fire in your belly do you want to do another one do you want to take part in a fitness event I always feel like for that accountability having something ahead planned for you is really really beneficial for you I've always been driven on that so after I did the photo shoot I signed myself up to a couple of races then I had a couple of other photo shoots later in the year and it just that for me is what I loved and I felt empowered from it think of how you could do that for yourself it doesn't necessarily have to be just all fitness or photography and, and aesthetic kind of things but more in terms of how you're going to feel and how is your confidence going to boost and stuff like that so you can set things like that and when you then set these goals, you know, you could then set the long-term goal and then split it into short-term. So I've talked about this in previous podcasts um, which I highly recommend if you're going to be listening on Instagram, go over to the Crew Fitness UK channel and I talk about things like goal settings and stuff like that and I always say have a long-term one which is great but split it up into short-term ones because then that's what then is going to make that end goal achievable and you're going to reach it. If you just turn around and said, okay, I'm going to run a marathon. Cool, right, so how are you going to train for it? That kind of stuff. So then that's where you start to implement, right, I'm going to build up my endurance and everything like that over this prolonged period of time. And you start to set yourself like monthly goals, then weekly goals, Of in terms of weekly goals, how far you're going to run on how many days a week. Or this kind of stuff and then <clears throat> excuse me and then changing your pace and stuff like that so it could be things like that if like for example you're i don't know, getting married in a year's time and you want to feel on top of this world and feel like you're in the best shape of your life for it then i would say is right that's great but what have you got to do to get to that and obviously everyone goes lose weight right how am i going to do that what tool should i set how much realistically do I feel like I need to do to, I don't know, reach a certain dress size that I'm going to feel happier in for my wedding dress, that kind of stuff. And that's where you break it down again. And then when you have the monthly goals, the weekly goals and stuff like that, the monthly goal will be like, right, I'm hoping that maybe we'll see a centimeter to come off my waist in the next four or five weeks. Um, but I also want to feel better in my clothes. How am I going to do that in a weekly goal? Right, I'm going to eat set amounts of like calories, for example. And I'm going to do this many workouts, this much cardio. And that will get me there. Now granted, short term goals are really hard in terms of not every week, you know, like progress is not linear it's not in a straight line you know going up or going down whatever it is that you're deciding to do it does this it goes in waves particularly for women um and this is where it can be quite tricky working through things like menstrual cycles do you have children are you going through menopause are you post menopause so all of those do have a little bit of complication to it but that's where you're realistic and this is why long-term goals mixed with mid and and short-term work beautifully together so sometimes where you've your short-term goal you're like oh for fuck's sake you know I haven't you know I've gone up two pounds this week but I've been so like I've been really good at sticking to these calories and all this time and I'm sticking to my weight why has my weight gone up and then this is where you have to be realistic understand your body talk about that so that's why it's so important so it really really does help doing things like that. Um, so moving on, because I don't want to obviously talk too long about um, a small subject, but I wanted to bring it up because I'm seeing a lot of it at the moment. The more, the longer you leave a situation or like a goal that you have, and you don't do anything about it, the more it sits on us and plays on our minds and makes us feel worse. Okay, so this can be anything in life. This could be from something from work could be something in your personal life like you've got to do something that's quite difficult or the fact that you want to achieve a health and wellness goal okay the longer you leave it the more it plays on your mind okay we don't want that because the longer it's playing on our mind the more that we get put off things the more we get a little bit of anxiety to do these things so this is why a lot of people say like live in the moment go for it do it it's really good. And this is why if you said like, I went for like a coach, for example, it's really good because firstly, you've put all that money down. Okay. And it's very much like, oh, shit, I've got to do this now. Or if like you've got an event and you've bought the dress or I don't know a particular item or whatever, and you're like, I've got it now. I've got to do this. Like I've got no choice. It's a really good way to do that to kind of stop you prolonging that. And this is the other thing, sometimes, and this is where I go back to the long-term and short-term goals. If you just said, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a year away, it's not a big deal, but we leave it longer and longer and longer, it gets worse and worse. You know, like if you had a fallout with a friend and you've got to do that really awkward conversation, the first one to get back talking, but it's playing on your mind because you're like, oh, just, I don't want to do this, how are they going to react? And the longer you leave it, the worse the situation gets. If you've got an awkward situation with that, the longer you leave it, the worse it gets. The longer you leave a workout, so you haven't worked out for months at a time, the one time you finally decide, I'm going to go to the gym today, and then you go, you feel good that you've done it, and then you literally can't walk for like three, four days. You've absolutely done yourself in. And then you go screw that i'm not doing that again like that was too painful it's because it's got to a point where it's been left so long it's so hard and how you can get over that is like taking that initial first step which is bloody hard really hard going um and makes you sore. okay taking that initial first go is going to be really difficult but then if you get consistent and set it like a non-negotiable goal you're likely then to come into it a lot easier later down the line so like they say when you go into doing workouts for the first time doms for the first two weeks on a program are freaking horrific okay you can't walk you can't sit on the toilet you can't get down the stairs all that kind of stuff but you then stick to it for a few weeks and suddenly things start to feel good things are firming up you're starting to get stronger you're starting to be able to run faster, you start to do all kinds of things, you're a bit like, i didn't realize that actually this is okay now and it gets better and then this is where for yourself you can do things like progressive overload which is where you make things a bit more tricky for yourself and you push yourself further and then you start to see changes in your body shape and stuff like that so taking that initial first step when you've had a prolonged period of putting something off or having that anxiety to do it it does get better the same if say you want to join a gym but you're absolutely absolutely terrified of who that is that could be in there you know you feel like you're going to be watched you're going to feel like an idiot and you just that again i call it gym anxiety but that initial first visit okay is hard and that's why i say like for people going to the gym for the first time are nervous go during the quiet time if you can go out a weekend or go mid morning or mid afternoon that's normally a lot quieter book in to do one-to-one with a PT and stuff so they can build your confidence so you know what the moves are and you know how to execute the exercises. So this is a way that you can tackle that feeling. Okay, and also the other thing I want to mention is during like having this prolonged period of time and you feel almost ashamed of yourself. So I've had it where people avoid checking in with me for a long, long period of time because they say to me, They're ashamed that they haven't done anything. They say, I'm so embarrassed, and I don't want to let you down, and I don't want to waste your time. And I say, this is the time you should be talking to me. This is where alarm bells are ringing, and I need to help you, and I need to step in and do my job, which is what I get paid to do. So... The amount of times people say to me, oh, I, I just, I, I I, felt like a complete letdown. You're not a letdown. You're human at the end of the day. And it's just been left over a prolonged period of time. You've maybe had a stressful moment in your life, a social occasion that's just, you know, trickled on, or you've come back holiday blues just taken over and you just need that kind of firm kick up the ass. That's what people like me are there for. So never feel ashamed of it. You know, I say own that situation. I've been in that situation. A fair amount and very recently as well since becoming pregnant that I felt there was almost like a mental block to do anything so I say don't get embarrassed over it okay it's okay (laughs) um so that's just please take that away with you and instead instead of feeling ashamed instead say right what can I do And this is where you can sit with just a classic pen and paper Write it down. This is where people like to say that they start journaling and stuff like that. Might turn out like people that journal don't have kids. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Um, something like that can help you, whether it's doing a form of something that relaxes you. Another thing that's really good for clearing your mind and putting a plan of action together is going out for a walk outside, um, getting that fresh air and the endorphins in walking has been proven to lower anxiety and proven to increase productivity in life it's go out there and read about it it's all over the internet about it so I always say if you're struggling to think where to start and like I don't know for example up your fitness levels again or just increase your activity because you feel like you've been very sedentary get out and get walking so very, very simple way to start and then start to think, right, what can I implement next? And you can put on these nice, simple building blocks and it helps over time. I nearly fell over then. I've lost my grip there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. But what I say is if it worsens, this is the time. If you're, sorry, your anxiety is worsening over time, this is the time to take action now, okay? before it gets worse okay this is where you talk to friends you can talk to a coach you can either just write everything down that kind of stuff is going to help you so i'm going to leave that before i babble on but uh thank you so much for listening or watching on here um and i will see you all very very soon Bye bye